welcome to a very special episode of House of 50. My name's William Service, and for everyone who's confused by the title of this podcast, November 20th, 2015, the world lost someone who meant the world to so many people. His name was Greg Ramsey. This episode is going to be triggering for some, as we will be talking about the loss of a close loved one to suicide. As we continue to deal with COVID, the rates have skyrocketed. With this being said, if you're ever feeling stuck in a bad place or find yourself in a depression, help is available. You can always call 800-273-8255. This dedication episode, along with the original Remembering Greg Ramsey video that I made days before his funeral, which I have posted on my YouTube page, 50 Risk 50 Entertainment, are not meant to be glorifying suicide. I always believe everyone dies twice in life. First time when they take their final breath, and again when their name is last spoken. Or, as Keanu Reeves once answered the question of what happens when we die, he simply said, I know the ones who loved us will miss us. For as long as I live, I will speak his stories. Now, during my look back into my archives, I found a never heard conversation between me and Greg. I thought back in 2015 between me and a podcast with Jared Rav was the original House of 50. Apparently, in 2013, me and Greg had the same idea for this podcast I've just recently started recorded the very first episode now all I could say is this is around October and I will do my best to give many commentary between whatever parts I believe needs it so without further ado this is Greg Ramsey and Mr. 50 I'm William Service, a.k.a. Mr. 50, and I'm here with one of my bestest friends, Greg Ramsey. Yes, that's right, Greg Ramsey. Welcome to House of 50. I'm Pluto. Smash. Chop. Cut. Paste. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop. I do want to give you a heads up. The next parts are probably going to be really cringy. This is about seven years ago, so don't judge us. Hey, you oldies! You see what I think? What? Dude, okay. This is gonna be cut, but literally, I was like, oh, sorry for cussing. Talk shit, get hit. <laughs> and. You just don't want to hit our record. No, like, I told everybody that. And then Eric stole it, and he like he was like, Greg, don't steal it. And I was like, I'm the one who told you. And then for some reason, like, my whole fourth and fifth, I always started saying it. And I was like, that's my say. I stole it from my friend, but that's not the point. <laughs> Copyright. It's wrong. Even if you steal it yourself and try to take it <laughs> for your... Wait, that is copyright. You're copying copywriting. 
No, because my one yes. my one friend said it one time. It was hilarious. I used it ever since. You know then. how many times you said you were using one of my jokes tonight? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have to use that joke. Oh my god, I'm stealing that one. I forgot all of them that you said. They were good. They were genuine. It was like okay. 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 Cut. Damn. You're not taking it serious. I know. Why am I not? I don't know. You wanted this more I think than we're me. joking when we should be serious. No, we can joke and be serious at the same time. I think we just got to write down the rules. Or, no, like... You need to tape the rules right there. Right under the camera. Even though your rules are pretty straightforward. You don't have, like, any major rules. Pretty straightforward actually became a meme page between me and Greg. And... After a while, it then turned into a podcast between me and one of my older friends. We can talk about other podcasts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we already set up the introduction at the beginning. Now we just have to fill the rest. Actually, he broke in one time. Happily. He happily broke into my house. And he hasn't left. <laughs> okay. Let's be somewhat serious. If you've been listening to the rest of the episodes I've posted, you know I get sidetracked very easily. Really sad. You can't finish anything. <laughs> I can't. I need a manager. The fact that you'll get like 50% on something, <laughs> and since it's not 100, you like just give up and start over. I stopped at 50. Okay, 51. After being yelled at, I did get myself together today was a very interesting day wasn't it yeah our school had this little fundraiser right yeah it was a fundraiser hunter hallway little kids come through we get to scare them for the fun of it come on yeah i know you want to scare some kids (laughs) but uh you see me and him we weren't really prepared at all and, <laughs> and uh, I was just looking at the wall. Yeah, that's that's a nice wall. Anyway, so um, we've ended up, we did this last year. <laughs> well, we, um, what happened was pretty much Will didn't bring or asked what did he need to bring. So I just brought a whole bag of stuff. Yeah. And our skit. We're supposed to be killer doctors, but sadly... Well, you can't bring weapons into the school. Barry did. Yeah, I know. Don't go to our school. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't stop us. No, you came after school too, so... Mm-hmm. It really wouldn't count. I don't care. I don't care. If they're not sharp weapons, then... And you talk to the office... Well, this isn't sharp. Talk to the <laughs> office... It should be okay. Can I bring a grenade? It's not pointy. <laughs> and for the first hour or so, it was all set up. Me and Will pretty much just winged it. Oh my! It was the best thing two hours ever. in a row. It, yeah, the whole, the event was it. two hours. And um, I think after the second hour or the start of the second hour, we got used to it. Like we got I the would rhythm. Say. It went by fast, actually. It felt like 30 minutes. It did go. 
Well, I don't know the time, but somewhere in there, we got kind of used to it. Yeah. So our skit was, well, I don't know. It, I was the patient. He was a prisoner patient, and uh, I was like a doctor. And he and had... He ripped out my heart. My beating heart. I need that to now let me remind you that on the heart packaging, it's that cheating part. It did. I was really shocked. That was like, what does it seem to me? I thought it was like a medical name for it, like no. a Pacific. Whoever's original heart that was cheated. For some odd reason, I'm always the prisoner. <laughs> some odd reason. <laughs> He's the only one who should fit in the prisoner costume. It's not even odd anymore because last year. Prisoner, still. This year, Prisoner, it's actually quite warm, just saying, like... Dude, you're in that more than you're probably wearing a hoodie. <laughs> Wait, who said they refused to wear it? Liam. Really? And then, he wore it. He has worn it. No, because it was like three costumes. I refused to wear one, Leland refused to wear the jumpsuit, and Jeremiah refused to wear something else. I refused to wear the gorilla suit. Jeremiah refused to wear what Leland always wears. What's the deal with you? I don't know. It was something cool. Jeremiah didn't want to wear that was Leland's. And then Leland didn't want to wear what I always wear. Kind of weird. Yeah. Only if Leland's okay wearing the gorilla suit. Leland put on the gorilla suit. He, he put on the prison suit before. He's probably like, damn, won't put on again. No. It was a great night. And... And it like eight. Yeah, eight. A little it after was eight. A little after eight because people want to walk slow. Mm-hmm. Next time I'm gonna trip you, just so you know. I ended up uh, yanking him off a table. And I became a wall, somehow, no questions. It's a. It was a good wall. I have to admit, you were a good wall. Well, you can play names, wall. Yeah. Somewhat. Yes. I was close enough. It looked like you were just a giant bump in the wall, but yes, you look like a wall. I was about to, like, hide one in the door, like... Yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty good event. It kind of... It was more towards comedy. Yeah, there was a lot of... Like, a lot of the other actors try to jump scare people. Jump scare is probably the only way... You can scare someone. And, uh... We were more out there. You come to our table while he rips out my heart. And then... We talk to the people. We ask them what type of body parts they want. A lot of lungs. A lot of, uh... Some girls kept on wanting legs. (laughs) Wendy Gray. I didn't have that. You know, I'm just gonna cut to where you have a hoodie. I know. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Where did this hoodie come from? Some girl came up to our table and said, Oh, I want you guys to actually scare people. And, you know. No, it was literally about to punch her. You right. cannot punch girls. That is illegal. And bad. You do not just say it's like comedy. We were uh, doing like World Cup Day for soccer, like all the Spanish classes. Oh, I know what you mean. Um, well, it was like all the foreign language classes. 
And uh, the German class came over, and they were, like, really loud in our classroom, just, you know, messing with us. And my teacher, she wanted to get back at them, but she didn't want to cause a lot of noise. So she had everyone draw in signs and went in there and just walked around the classroom and did a silent protest. Oh, sick. We did have a lot of people come. It was just a football game was going on at the exact same time. Yeah, that was it was horrible. Playing. And this was varsity, so like it was actually important. Now, one of the best memories I could ever think about is November sixteenth, two thousand fifteen, which is a Monday, and it's because I was doing a script read through for what became the biggest project at the time for any of us and including me it was our first short film and so I called a bunch of my friends over it was me, Greg uh, Brandon Lozon who's been on this podcast before my two friends Sarah with an H and then Sarah without an H and my manager at the time Melody now I called them all over around 6 or 7 o'clock, I don't remember, and it was such a shot in the dark, I didn't think I could get everyone together just to read the script through. On top of that, my family was uh, going out to see a movie, so I kind of had the whole house to actually uh, reenact scenes and rehearse things in real time type of thing. The project I'm talking about is uh, Prospect Love, which you can also find on our YouTube page, 50 vs. 50 Entertainment. And this video is dedicated to Greg because we never got to finish it. We rehearsed it, and then a few months later, we shot the actual, uh, what became Prospect Love at the time. And it, it will... I, I will just never forget this night because it had every one of my favorite people at the time all in one sitting and we were laughing throughout for just hours and hours of laughing trying to get through a script and the script is what it is what you read or what you could watch today it's like but just all of us together was the most magic moment and all of us clicked and it was just it was one of the like I said one of the most amazing nights of my life and I don't and I don't understand how that week ended you know honestly for myself and I remember that day November 20th and this is where it's a heads up trigger but um I was in the shower at the time it was about 11 o'clock on November 20th and I got a phone call and usually I wouldn't get out and answer it but I stepped out of the shower dried my hands and I checked my phone and it was Greg's mom so I answered and she simply said, Greg committed suicide. And she wanted to speak to my parents. 
she thanked me for everything I was to him and all this stuff, but she wanted to speak to my parents. And so, in a towel, I ran downstairs, and I'm like, I handed my mom the phone, and she took it, she's like, hello, and his mom just thanked her for everything we'd done for him, and because Greg was part of my family. He went to my mom's graduation way up north, like, we, I, I did everything with that kid. And I handed my mom the phone. And I hugged my dad. And I told him in words what happened. And me and him just... We cried. And... That was the hardest moment I've probably ever lived in my entire life. My mom hung up the phone and she joined my hug. And then the next day I went to his house and I, I saw the mom and I had to see her crying and I asked to go upstairs and I saw his bedroom and he had this the jumpsuit that we were just talking about in this episode and it was because he wore it for Halloween and me Greg and Sarah with no age went trick-or-treating and he, he was the convict in the jumpsuit and and seeing that just was spread out on his laundry basket and his hoodie was on his bed like he was going to come back that day like there was no note or anything it was just like he was going to come back. Now I do want to share this uh, little clip from uh, next Friday's episode of House of 50 with uh, Tyson Isman. And we were both discussing Greg and stuff. And so I thought it would be appropriate to kind of add this little clip to this episode all the memories of greg that like first popped in my head of course are going to be like the ones where we were like filming of course we did so many things filming together but like i don't think like what sucks is like i don't remember like those like good moments like where we had like you know what i mean the most fun like that weren't on camera you know like no you know what i mean a lot of them were here like a lot of them were like out somewhere like in the woods or whatever like at school in a hallway or whatever you know off camera you know we weren't supposed to be recording but i don't know um i don't know uh well, well, the last like, things we filmed in high school like was in like the classroom remember okay yeah it was uh um 
I was playing Drake. Drake and he was Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. I came up with the best names back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't very happy with that name. Felt some type of way. I was, it is what it is. I literally got the name from the singer Drake. Like I was when I wrote that, I was mm-hmm. listening to his song. And then I'm like, I need a name and i looked up i'm like you're drake <laughs> and then like, and then you're like yeah tyson's gonna be drake though like <laughs> it works like okay. i mean there was also drake and josh it's a normal name yeah yeah like, but, uh, yeah yeah okay but yeah that was that was probably one of the better scenes you did i believe i don't know if you posted it or anything it's up there yeah that was a good one um i remember like we were like on the side of like the camera or whatever, like in the background, like wrestling and shit, <laughs> fighting over like what a book or a backpack yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it was just off camera. And I, I think that's in the final cut. Now I did want to do a part where I got a bunch of our mutual friends to do uh, their best stories with Greg, and with this kind of being on a deadline, it just never happened. So I am gonna share a couple of my best stories. Like this one time, he got a brand new phone case, and to show me it worked, he chucked his phone down the hallway. Never broke. When I worked back at the Chinese restaurant, he would always come with me, and he would just sit in a corner table. As I worked, he would play on his phone or do homework and whatever. And then there was a few times where he would actually help me work, and we would be like doing prep work or uh something with vegetables or something and there was uh one time where he was actually employed for a few days and just because we really needed the help and i got to teach him how to work the computer and you know stuff in the kitchen and i i I actually just remember that story today while recording this that that was his first job that he kind of was just a assistant to everything I needed help with in the restaurant. One time when we were filming at a film club that uh, was at Dakota, we were doing a skit. It was called a class case. And that, that's also on the uh, YouTube page mid filming. And it's where a hall monitor walks in played by me, walks up to the student to arrest him because he's, getting detention and that was like the whole spoof of it and so all my props are real so I had real handcuffs and so I put one handcuff on him and then I just looked at Greg in the eyes and I'm like I don't have the key and he's just he starts laughing and then he walks out of the room and I'm like I really don't have the key with me it was at home now, I live like a mile away, so it's not that big of a deal, but here we are filming, and we have probably about eight or ten people, and if you watch that video, the whole time when he's wearing the jumpsuit, he's hiding one of the handcuffs on his wrist, and he's just holding it to make sure it doesn't make any sound, but that was going to be a big part of the skit where he was handcuffed and stuff, but we weren't trying to handcuff both hands. And we also took a yearbook photo for, uh, on that day. So in that yearbook picture, he has a handcuff on hidden, but 
it's very very weird back to prospect love now after we made the final we dedicated it to Greg and because that was his last project he worked on and when I went to a film club at Dakota was putting on like a um, film festival type thing and I I submitted it I mean I created film club so I didn't think it would be rejected and the teacher came back saying the principal said we don't want to show the memorial part and I asked and he's like I asked him and he's like it's basically glorifying it and that's kind of why I said in my earlier disclaimer about glorifying suicide that we weren't just trying to like that the actual video meant something like that was his last project for, that he ever worked on for 50 vs 50 entertainment so that video was never shown in a film festival and it just lives on YouTube now and if you watch that which it's still one of our best projects to date um, I do include a video of Greg in the very very intro of the video of him uh, doing track or something and um, like we incorporate Oh, and Brandon Lozon was the voiceover for that. So that it's all been a full circle. Like, wow. I had, myself, I'm coming back to a lot of these old memories. And the weirdest story I have of Greg is back then we were asked to film a suicide prevention banquet and it's so weird of how we actually got the job it was just because someone talked to someone talked to a teacher and the teacher asked me and I thought it was a good film opportunity and it turned out to be a super big deal of like there was a lot of really rich people there and so plates were like I think $90 a plate or something and it, it was out of our element like we showed up in black t-shirts I had a little company shirt at the time and you know we try to look like a little film crew but we had a little handheld camcorder kind of thing and nothing that we use today for filming but um the fact that that was our first gig was a suicide prevention thing and we lose Greg to just that and in my research for uh, this podcast I um, I came across a picture uh, it's about three pictures and uh, I mean back then if you were my friend you know I always had a camera out filming us filming whatever we were doing or we were trying to film like an actual project so the camera was always going and I found these pictures 
and it's just in the high school hallway and the background there's a poster of no resolve which is a walkathon thing they put on at the school which is also connected to the suicide banquet like they the same people holds the walkathon at our high school and so that poster was up and greg just was standing directly in front of it like it was like almost a sign type of thing it it, it was very eerie when i saw this and i i don't know if it's coincidental or what but it that's just got me thinking a lot and um i reached out to the 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 guy who we filmed for his name's dennis and he kind of started the whole no resolve and all that stuff and i i, I wanted to, to somehow partner with them but we never got uh i we had emails exchanged but we never figured out what we wanted to do and so that it, that could be a future project i i don't think i i still want to work with them on something but uh w when i saw this i just i had to tell them this little story and it, it it's very eerie like that's all i really could say and now to end this episode i have a special guest who will say a prayer my name is Pastor Free, John Freeman. I am the young adults pastor at Light Company, which is part of Rock Point Community Church. And it's an honor to be a part of this as we get a chance just to remember Greg, his life, his impact, and the fact that he will live forever in our memories. And so I invite you guys, we wanted to close this with just a prayer as I think through the words of Isaiah who says, God will swallow up death forever. The Lord will wipe away all tears. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that that is true, that you are bigger than death. You've created life, and you give us life in abundance, that you will wipe away all tears, and that something like this, moments where we can stop and reflect and cherish our loved ones, is one of the ways in which you long to bless us. Help us to continually do this, to be able to cherish all life, to remember the lives of ones like Greg, who have had an impact in our lives, who are always part of us, and help us to have our eyes on, ever on you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.